Welcome back, Golf Addicts. It's the Tour Junkies podcast for the Greenbrier 2019, and we've got a new show format for you this week. You do not want to skip right here. We're going to get right into the picks, right into the course breakdown, the strategy, key stats, right in the beginning. Then we're going to have a little fun with a new segment for tonight called Just the Tip. You're going to want to listen to that. We're going to tell you about our new show formats going forward, our listener survey that we sent, what we learned from it, some new segments on the way, and some new information for the Chalk Bomb that you do not want to miss. This podcast brought to you by our friends at FantasyNational.com. If you're not a member at FantasyNational.com, that's where we get all the stats, all the key information that we need every single week to make the best decisions if you're not a member, you can use fantasynational.com slash TJ and get 20% off any membership, weekly, monthly, or annual. Just give it a shot, okay? Give it a shot. It's $10 for a week. If you don't like it, you don't have to do it anymore. If you do like it, you sign up for a month or a year, and you still get the 20% off. It's an amazing deal. It's the only stat site we've used for the last few years now. Check it out. Let's get right to the podcast because we're going to get right to the course breakdown and some picks. Let's do it. What's up, golf addicts? David Barnett, the Tour Junkies, we are back. Pat Perry, how are you doing, buddy? I am doing... again. It's good to see you too, David. I'm doing really, really good. Um... Just you, you know, look great. You look you look rejuvenated. You look like that. This long, lengthy two week break has done you a lot of good. Yeah, you look great. Yeah, you look healthy. Same to you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I'm coming off of a hurricane evacuation. That's right. So, premature evacuation. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I did that last week. Pretty much ruined my whole entire week. But other sorry than... for those of you that may have ordered from the tour junkie shop. The, those uh, those shipments got out today. Uh, but it was only because Pat was 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 occupied with the hurricane. So please forgive him. But yes, glad you're okay. Luckily, no, no uh, damage to the uh, humble abode. Nothing there. Just some debris down. Some debris. A little some, bit of debris. Some debris, and uh, that's about it. So it's good. Okay, it's good. Ready to get back rolling this week. I mean, we got the Greenbrier. Very excited about that. We got a lot of new young faces on tour fresh meat that we get to talk fresh about meat. so i'm pretty excited about that as well so let's fresh go. fish in the in the jailhouse right now we're ready to go it's it's not the greenbrier pad it's a military tribute sorry a military at tribute greenbrier. at the greenbrier yes from uh you know from old white tpc in west virginia it's a great great spot um beautiful place falconry week is here <laughs> Yeah, and you, know, you, you love that falconry, don't you? You love it. I'm excited about it. Hey, and here's the deal. Listeners, we have a great show planned for you tonight, including a new segment called Just the Tip that we'll be getting into later. You're going to want to stick around for that. Um, we're going to tell you about our new show formats moving forward. A couple of new segments we got on the, on the, you know, on the docket. Some updates to the chalk bomb that you're going to want to keep up with. And uh, some stuff that we learned. We, we, we surveyed our listeners. You know what? A lot of people think, hey, did you guys just sit around and, you know, shake hands with the bishop for the last two weeks and do nothing? No. We actually did some stuff. You know what I mean? Like, we, we did some stuff. We, we, uh, we, t- we surveyed you. We surveyed the listeners. And we listened when we surveyed the listeners. And we're excited to tell you about the findings, including which one of us is liked more by the listeners that filled out the form. And some of the other answers to those survey questions 
uh, which leads us to the new segment. One of the things we learned from the survey is this, that you guys don't like all the fluff in the beginning of the podcast. So you know what? We're going to go ahead, and, and, and we're men of the people, aren't we, Pat? We are, are you a man of the people? I am very much a man of the, of the people. Me of, too. Of the person. And so, yeah, so we're going to do what you said. And right now, we're going to get right into this. We're going to get right into the course breakdown, right into the key stats, the strategy, and the picks, whether you're playing on DraftKings, FanDuel, Fantasy Draft, whatever, or you're betting outright on mybookie.ag or whatever that may be. We're going to get into this right now. And then after that, stick around. And we're going to go over all the other fun stuff and have some laughs. The podcast juice will be flowing. This way, maybe we'll be a little more sharp for the picks. You know what I mean, Pat? Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get right into it. By the way, speaking of betting on mybookie.ag, uh, it's it's NFL season, which means 100% deposit bonuses are back in action if you're using the promo code TOURJUNKIES to sign up over on mybookie.ag. We've been betting with mybookie.ag for two years now. Two years. Dos años. Dos años, we've been betting with mybookie.ag. It's where we go to bet. And listen, here's what the promo code gets you. It does get you the 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. So if you put $100 in, you're going to get another $100 to play with, with rollover requirements that you're going to have to meet before you withdraw. But here's what it also gets you. And we have a number of listeners that can testify to this. If you if you have a question, if you have a, 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 an issue, if, you, if something's going on and you want our help, they take care of our people. We have over 650 Tour Junkies listeners. They love our people. Active on mybookie.ag. 650 of you guys have trusted mybookie, and we, we are here to help. So if you if you use our promo code and you're tied to Tour Junkies, somebody up there in mybookie land goes, hey, these guys are VIPs. You know what I mean? It's like it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that if you're not that you get treated like dirt, but it just means. You're VIP. You're in the champagne room. You know what I mean? You get bottle service to your table. Yeah. And you know what? At your table. I mean, stuff happens sometimes, too. They're a business just like anything else. I mean, there's there's going to be crap that happens. And if you got, if you got like the connection with us, it's going to help yeah. you out. That's where you get the extra service. You know, we, nobody's perfect. They're not, there's, there's, it, there's, there's going to be an to issue. know people. Yeah. Yeah. It pays to know people, and we are those people. It's good to know low people in high places, is what I always say. And so if you go to mybookie.ag, use promo code TOURJUNKIES, you get the deposit bonus, you get the better customer service, and you can bet on the NFL. Guess what? You can bet on the PJ Tour. You can bet on anything you want. In fact, little birdie told me, little birdie, little birdie, little chip, 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 little birdie told me that starting in January, mybookie.ag just may have listened to a few of our requests and our listeners' requests to add some things to their golf offerings, including something that rhymes with... Car pays. Oh, dear. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have not. You hadn't even told me that yet, but I know we texted. Car lays. I know we texted about it, and I asked you because, you know, you you have friends in even higher places than I do, and so you you told me. They know how to get business done with the tour junkies. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, so anyway, Pat, without further ado, let's get into this. Let's talk about old white man TPC, our old white TPC um, at the lovely <laughs> Greenbrier Village. Why don't we hear an old white tell us about old white and what's important to know? Oh, dear. You thought of that line all day long, didn't you? Like, I, like when? Actually, no, I literally did, just came did, up did with Did you that. just come up with that or did you? Okay, all right, well. No, 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 yeah. It, we had two weeks off, bro. I don't know if you remember, but the synapses have refreshed. I got quick wit tonight. I'm on my Okay, game. all right. So, yeah, we are at a military tribute at the Greenbrier, the old white. Military tribute. <laughs> hey, by the way, shout out to the military. Thank you for all you do. 
Yes, yes, definitely. Um, the old white course of the Tournament Players Club. Par 70, 7,286 yards. We got a full field event this week after we've had the playoffs where we haven't had that. A new cut rule this year, though. T65 and ties will make it big through. Big deal. That's no a big deal. No MDF. So you do not have to get frustrated with that stupid MDF. You got a great. But you do have to get frustrated when the guy who you picked finishes T67, and he would have made the cut every other year. But now yeah, he but you're going to get over that eventually because yeah. that's gone. So there we go. Um, this course was renovated in 2017. They had horrible flooding back in 2016, causing this event to be canceled. So if you're looking at course history, that's why you don't see anything for 2016 because they canceled the event. So they pretty much had to just rebuild the entire course. Now, they use the same layout. Everything's the same. It's an old-style tree-line course. Uh, you got, you know, bent grass fairways and greens, Kentucky bluegrass rough. These fairways are pretty wide here. They're pretty easy to hit, so I don't think that's going to be something that you're really going to look at as far as driving accuracy is concerned. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of contour on these greens, and they'll run pretty quick. Um, so I think that's something important to look at. Definitely got to hit these greens in the right spot. Spot Greens in regulation, proximity are going to be key. And you've got to avoid hitting into these bunkers. They are some of the most difficult bunkers on tour. So that is something you will definitely, you, if, you, if you're going to hit the bunker, look at players that are good bunker players, you know. Maybe look at that as, a, as sort of a, you know, just an auxiliary stat way out there that you may want to look at. Another thing, keep in mind elevation. This course is at elevation, so you're not going to, you know, the shorter hitters got a little bit of a shot here. We've seen all different types of winners here. They're not going to, you know, I don't think length is as huge of an advantage uh, because, you know, you're going to get a little more ball carry with the elevation. You got two par fives on this par 70 course. Both are on the back nine. No par fives at all on the front nine and four par threes. As far as stats, I'm looking at form. A little bit of course history, probably not weighing that as much as I normally do. Uh, scrambling and strokes gained approach. I did mention kind of that little stat of bunker play I think is going to be important. Past champions, you had Zan, uh, excuse me, Kevin Na last year, Xander Schauffele in 2017, no tournament in 2016, Danny Lee in 2015, and Angel Cabrera in 2014. Just a hodgepodge, hodgepodge of guys there. Uh, as far as your past champ. So there you go. That's the quick rundown for the military tribute at the Greenbrier. I like Anything it, man. to add there, David? I'm sure I'm Actually, I, I wouldn't. No, actually, I think you hit it, and I was paying attention. So I was wondering if you were going to hit the elevation thing. You're in the mountains of West Virginia, man. Lots of A frame houses, lots of mountains. Ball going to roll, going to go far. You know, it's going to carry far. Yeah. Don't, don't cut out these shorter cousins. hitters. Yeah, man. I think it opens it up to just about anybody, uh, as you just kind of witnessed when you go down the, the, the line of winners here. Um, so, yeah, I think it opens it up, man. It's exciting because we have a lot of these new web.com rookies, as you mentioned, the fresh meat coming in. We're going to talk through some of those guys. You're going to want to pay attention to that. I'm going to give you a handful of names that I like coming off the web.com tour, uh, or corn fairy tour, excuse me. Uh, I got to get used to that. I'm uh, not very professional here, so we're going to say what, what, what it is. You're just going to know what it is. Um, but yeah, you got a lot of fresh meat, and I'm excited. 
I think this week is is that a is that a rag? That's a towel. That's my towel. It's my sweat towel. You have a towel now? Yeah. Are you a are you an African American preacher? You can't you can't I mean, hold it together. You got to you're gonna sweat a lot. I mean, I you sweat yeah, a lot. I sweat. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. So Pat now has a. Oh, you know what, Pat? You you know what you should do. If you have a good week, you should auction off your sweat rag to a, li- a lucky listener. I don't think anybody really. Maybe cares it'll, about maybe it. the YouTube. This is rub off. this it's is like, when this is the whole. It's the, like the the, the, uh, the whole problem I have with the YouTube videos is I can't get my damn sweat towel and not have you see it and somebody like I could have like <laughs> if we didn't have that I could just been dabbing myself all damn podcast but now that it's on the video, the video. Oh world, man. Everybody hey, look, man! Just, if you dab yourself, you just dab yourself on your own time, okay? I don't, I don't need to work. I don't need to sweat that. Your boy Josh Kistler is in the YouTube room. We are live on YouTube. For those who don't already know, you can watch this crap show get recorded live every Monday night on YouTube and comment. And if you're funny, we'll throw you. I'll throw you up on the screen, and you can laugh at yourself. Our boy Josh Kistler, who's a regular and also pretty funny, is uh, is in here. So I got a feeling he's gonna have a few comments. He's gonna make it. Oh, fuck, Pat. Sorry, I just spilled my drink. <laughs> Damn it! First episode of 2019, 2020. I already got to throw an explicit rating on the thing. I can't listen to it with the kids because Pat, 12 minutes in, is gonna drop the F bomb. Good thing I got well, my sweat, my sweat rag here because now I gotta yeah clean off. I think you could seriously auction that thing off on Twitter. Well, um, it would have a great Tito smell to it. Ooh. Here's oh by the way yeah what is the podcast juice you good obviously it's Tito's or it was Tito's, Tito's little, like a little, a little transfusion here so just transfusion uh, ooh tell yeah. the people what that is that's a southern drink yeah so you got a little ginger ale with a splash of grape juice just a splash just what a splash. kind of grape juice um, I like Welch's yeah that's the only kind you're allowed to have yeah. you're only allowed to have Welch's anything else that's ridiculous yeah just get out of here I like mine with a little twist of lime too that's a great spring summer refreshing southern vodka drink mm. i have got my usual tito's in Lacroix with lime uh, a little splash of peach schnapps i got some friends some listeners of tj that said they started drinking it they're calling it the db so i like that uh, here's here's what i like man i like going with your gut this week this is about history on this golf course this is about um value on DraftKings, value in the betting books uh, this is about putting well on bent grass greens over the last 100 rounds, which is what I looked at. And this is somewhat about form, right? But form is tough. Some of these guys we haven't seen in a few weeks. Some of these guys just got done battling it out on the Corn Ferry final stage. Um, so it, it, it's an interesting week. But here's what I do know. Three of the last five winners at this event, Pat, three of the last five have been at 100 to 1 or longer in the odds. Which you know me, DB likes a little long odds. I love some long odds. I know you um, do. I know you're looking. In fact, it's a new segment to the chalk bomb email that we're going to have here in a little bit. I'll tell you a little bit about about that later. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. So uh, let's get into it, man. Let's get into the 9K and above range on DraftKings. Uh, we're going to give you three GPP plays at 9K and above, a cash play, and a fade. Uh, and Pat. You know, honestly, I am, I am fading everyone above 10k. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and I know. Here, now, here's what I'll say: the ones that make me go, "Ooh, I hate to fade those guys," are the top two. Everybody knows how much I hate Bryson DeChambeau, but I like him here. I think he could play well here. Paying 11-1 for him, um, I, I, 
I don't know. I, I'm just not a fan of it. Now, here's what I will say, though. I like a ton of guys in the 6K range, meaning if you're playing DFS, I think you can definitely play these guys. If you like them, you play them, okay? If you like DeChambeau, if you like Victor Hovland, you play them. And I'll give you some guys in the 6K range that I think have great upside that you can pair with them. Um, but I personally don't want to pay up for Bryson. And I think Victor Hovland is what everybody's itching to do. Everybody's going to be itching to play Victor Hovland. So in tournaments, I like avoiding Victor Hovland. I like stacking up on a few 9K guys and a few 8K guys and then throwing in a couple 6K guys down there at the bottom to round out my lineups. When I did some lineups together tonight, uh, I just that's just kind of what I like. So um, that's my strategy. Now, you you do you, boo. You do you, okay? But here's what I'm going. In the 9K range, I'm going to go Sung JM, $9,800. Now, he's, he's going to be a popular player as well, but I don't care because he's $9,800. Sung JM is going to win a golf tournament in this PGA Tour season. It's just going to happen. The dude is playing so well. He's playing a lot of golf. I'll give you that. Like his hands probably blistered, like like he works in a some sort of industry where they get blistered hands. But I love Sung J M here. I love the ball striking ability. You mentioned wide fairways. You gotta attack these greens and make some putts. I love Sung J at 9800. I love the guy below him at 9700. Your boy Jacqueen Neiman. I absolutely love another great. Wait, you mean Jacqueen? Yes. Uh, another great ball striker, another guy who who's you know had a great season this year on the PJ Tour. Uh, he's played here twice actually, finished fifth and 29th the last two years at the Greenbrier. Um, he ranks in the top third of this field in strokes gained putting on bent grass surfaces over the last hundred rounds as well. Uh, I'm a big fan of Joaquin Neiman. And then finally, I'm going to go ahead and hit it. My first Corn Ferry player that I'm going to be on is Scotty Scheffler. Now, mm -hmm. I don't think that's going to be a surprise to a lot of people. A lot of people are going to know who Scotty Scheffler is. He cleaned house on the Corn Ferry Tour this season. He went to the University of Texas. He had two wins and two runner-ups on the Corn Ferry. Nine top tens on the Corn Ferry. He is an absolute bomber, averaging 315 off the tee on that tour. Fifth in greens and regulation. Tenth in putting average. And first in scoring he was also the low am in 2017 at the u.s open scotty scheffler's the real deal he is not a he's not a guy that we've never heard of that just had a great season he's a real deal great college career great amateur um he's a big time player that is not going to be afraid to go ahead and win on this stage that's why i'm willing to pay 9300 for him a lot of the other corn fairy players coming out this week i prefer to play if they're in that 6k spot but scotty scheffler's one i'm willing to play uh, at 9,300 on DraftKings, I am a big fan. He is also one that I'm looking at leading off my betting card with at 40 to one on mybookie.ag. That is as short as I'm going, and that's Scotty Scheffler, the rookie, at 40 to one. Uh, I'm a big fan of Scotty Scheffler. Now my cash play, I'm actually going to go a different route. I'm going to go Byung Hun Ant. Um, Normally, I like to I like to play a cash play in the, you know this one of the same guys that I'm playing tournaments in. But I like Byung Hun An, but in tournaments, I could see him being kind of chalky. I don't mind fading him in tournaments and go with him and Neiman, uh, but I will play him in cash. I don't mind An at all. Um, the putting scares me a little bit because he have to putt well here, but his ball striking is so good uh, and bent grass rolls so pure here at Old White TPC. 
I think I can roll with a little Byung Hanan. I will save my fade. Let me hear who you have for tournament plays and cash. Okay, well, first off, let me just add this on Scotty Scheffler. The guy is, I mean, here's the thing with these these web.com guys or Corn Fairy, whatever. Um, they're ready when they get out on this tour. So, you know, the, these guys are not that far off as far as the competition is concerned between the web.com or the Corn Fairy. God, I'm going to get that right. Yeah, eventually. I know. It's ridiculous. It drives me crazy. Uh, and, and the PGA Tour. Now, you know, look, obviously it's not the same across the board level of competition, but as far as these top guys, they are every bit ready to do this. And Scotty Scheffler led the tour uh, last year as far as scoring average, so he's a scorer. He is just consistent and it's all get out. I like him. I don't have him as one of my, you know, we try to pin down these picks. We talk about this, uh, you know, so I don't have him as, as my, one of my three GPPs, but I would play him. I do like him as well. I'm going to start, though, with a guy that I do like in the 10K range, and that's Bubba Watson, okay? The Ooh. resident, the resident of the Greenbrier. He lives in the area, ob obviously knows the course well, and he's got good course history here. I mean, you look at, you look at his finishes here, you know, he was T13 last year, T70 in 2017, but a top 15 in, in 15 and 2014. So I like that about Bubba. You don't have to be very accurate off the tee. That's another thing that tends to favor him as well. I love him on these greens. I love him on bent grass greens. He always puts well there. So I think that uh, Bubba Watson is definitely worth a shot. And it's, look, it's a new season. He's always up and down. But when I get him on, I say this all the time, when you get Bubba on a course that he's familiar with, he's shown that he can play well in the past, I like playing some Bubba Watson. I'm with you on Neiman. He is my other GPP play. So, I, you know, again, for all the reasons that you said, checks all the boxes, approach, opportunities gained. He's a great bunker player. So I like Neiman at 9,700. I also like him as my cash play. And I'm with you on him. Sung JM, he's another. He was my other GPP. So we're we're starting off with a lot of an agreement here. Mm, um, okay. But I am with you for sure. And I'll give you my fade. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Mark Leishman. Ooh. I'm gonna go with Mark Leishman. He's been, I have the same fade, sir. We have agreements he, well, on the fade train. He has been playing better lately. I mean, when you look at recent results. Uh, you know, top twenty-five. But spotty. Well, I, I say spotty. top twenty-five in the Tour Championship, but they're thirty players. Top 20 yeah. at the BMW. He did have a third-place finish at St. Jude, which was a full-field event. Um, but but when you look at the stats, I mean, he's 130. St. Jude, Jude was a WGC event, wasn't it? Oh, you're right. It was. I forgot. because. But, I mean, still, it was, a, it was a top three in a strong field. No yeah, doubt. It's good. It we was. also had some yeah. missed cuts sprinkled yeah. in there. 121st in opportunities gained, 67th in greens and regulation. I just, I don't know. And he's missed two cuts here, the two times he's played in the last five years. I just don't like some Leishman there at 10-2. I don't want to pay up for him, so I will fade our boy Mark Leishman there. Well, total agreement, and those are the reasons why. I just don't want to pay for it. Now, I could see with a lot of with a lot of guys wanting to go Hovland and DeChambeau, Leishman being a little lower owned there, but um, I don't know, man. Just the consistency, that the price tag... Um, I'm not. A, he's not a. He's not a tremendous bent grass putter. He's not bad, but he's not. He's not anything to write home about. So I'm with you. Um, all right, let's hit the 8K and above range on DraftKings. Um, I'll start. I mean, I'm going to start at the top. 
I'm actually going to go with the shortest man I've ever met in person, and that is Brian Harmon. I've literally <laughs> never met a man above the age of 18 who has hit puberty shorter than Brian Harmon. I have met him, and he is extremely small, very small, uh, very small, small man. But uh, he, he, you know, he's got a little bit of experience at the Greenbrier. It's not great experience, but he's got some. He's got a little bit of form, sixth place at the Wyndham. Uh, he's 21st in strokes gained putting on bent grass surfaces over the last 100 rounds. We already mentioned this is a place where short knockers can be all right. Harmon's one of those guys. I just feel like from a cut maker's, cut maker's perspective, which, you know, the move from top 70 in ties to top 65 in ties doesn't sound like a lot, but, you know, for DFS purposes, DraftKings and FanDuel and Fantasy Draft, getting six guys, seven guys through the cut is tough. And I do think it makes it a little bit, it obviously makes it a little bit tougher now that it's top 65 in ties. So, you know, you need cut makers still, very much so you need cut makers. And I think that even though I don't love the price tag of Harmon at 8,700, I'm willing to pay it. I feel like he's going to make the cut here. That's just it. I don't feel great about it. It feels a little yucky, but it is what it is. Um, then I'm going to go down a little bit, and I'm going to go with a guy I came on to late in the year, um, Denny McCarthy. I like Denny McCarthy. I love the flat stick that Denny McCarthy wields. Uh, he is ninth in this field in strokes game, putting on bent grass. Short knocker who can take advantage of the elevation, get the ball in the fairway, get the ball in the green, and drop some putts. That's what Denny McCarthy's going to do best. I see him as another good cut maker, but I see him as top 10 upside here. I like his upside actually more than I like Brian Harmon's upside, and I love the price at 8200 uh, he's also going to be another guy on my betting card potentially on mybookie.ag as he is 66 to one. Um, that is Denny McCarthy 66 to one on mybookie.ag. So I'm going with him. Finally, I'm going to go with a cash play at Harold Varner the third. I'm going to switch it up again. I'm going to give HP3 in cash. I do think he'll be a chalky play here in this range uh, for tournament plays, but he obviously likes the Greenbrier. He's gained 14 strokes here total in just two starts at the Greenbrier over the last couple years. He's in good form or decent form. Had a third at the Northern Trust, almost made the playoffs, really had a great season. Um, he can score. He can get it down there. And also am entertaining him on the betting card on my bookie at 55-1. to 1. Uh, So Harold Varner third. I will also save my cash play, and I'm going to give you a guy – that is a great betting value. Wait, wait. But I thought I'm, you just said but your I, cash play was, you mean you're going to save your fade. I'm going to save my fade. Sorry. I'm going to save my fade, but I'm also going to save a guy who I love on my bookie but will have none of in DFS. That's a, that's what we call a tease in the business, <laughs> folks. A tease. All what right. You got, I do not like all the agreement tonight. This is driving. This is this is just not normal. We we like mm. to argue a lot, but uh, I'm with you on Brian Harmon. I, I like him. I, I think he's a he's a great play this week. Let me give you a little side note here. This is something I heard this week. So, Kevin Kisner spoke at the Augusta Exchange Club this this past. I think it was last week. And oh, where, where we have spoken twice? Where we, been asked to speak yes, twice? where we have spoken twice. Kevin Kisner is more about the foundation, but he also did a little Q&A. And my dad was there, and we were talking about that. So while I was, while I was away on the, uh, the hurricane evacuation, uh, just total adventure, because that's what it was, because I was all over the damn place, uh, I was in Augusta Friday night, and my dad and I were talking about this. And the question was asked by Kiz, who is one of the best players he's ever seen on tour? 
And do you know what if he you said? Tell me, he said no, 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 no. I don't want to hear you say Brian Harmon because I call bull sugar on on that right now. He said in a public forum, Brian Harmon. Now, what he was referencing for the uh, most part was not just his tour his tour background, but when he was in college, he said just nobody could touch him. Just fantastic player. Just I mean just ice in his veins, just a great player. So, I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. That has nothing to do with taking Brian Harmon this week. But I thought that was kind of funny that Kiz, you know, when when asked who was one of the, the best players he's ever seen, he didn't say Tiger because he's played with Tiger. He's played with about everybody on tour. He says freaking Brian Harmon. Now, and he's not talking to the Savannah, Georgia Exchange Club which is where Brian Harmon's from. He's talking to the Augusta Exchange Club. So, just a little side note there. I like HV3 as well. I have him as a tournament play. Um, I guess he's probably my cash play too. I, I don't okay. really I don't really like a lot of guys in cash right here. I, I kind of was having trouble finding a guy that I really liked in this 8K range in cash. Um, but if I'm going to have to pin down on somebody, it's probably going to be HV3. Do you want my fade, or do you want to give yours first? Yeah. No, what's your fade? I wonder if we're, I, I, we if there's agreement on this, and I think something's wrong tonight, and this is just it's, it's very unusual. But I'm going to fade Kevin Strillman. He is a guy that is just typically in, in events like this, uh, you know, look, I know he's a solid player uh, week in and week out, but he's missed his last two cuts. Um you look at the stats, he, he does check the box there. I mean, he's he's great at strokes gained approach, checks the box, opportunities gained. He's second in greens and regulation. But I'm just not a big fan of his, and, and I know that people like to play him. Uh, but I hate this price for him. He missed the cut the last time he played here. You know, he was 77th in 2015. Strillman just seems like a guy that always pops up when you're in these sort of weaker field events, and I just I'm not liking it. I'm not falling for it this week. So Kevin Strillman is going to be my fade in this range. Well, I yeah I don't. There's not agreement there. I I didn't have him written down. Um, I don't I don't hate Strillman. Um, I know his record here is not great, um, but I don't hate him. Before I give you that fade and that must bets on your betting card uh, i have to tell the people about benhogangolf.com promo code tour junkies to get you an additional 10 percent off now you may be saying guys 10 percent off give me a break like that's nothing okay well here's the deal benhogangolf.com is back right ben hogan making fantastic golf clubs for decades they kind of got out of the game for a minute now they're back they're based right in his hometown all right of austin texas i think that's where it is and they're manufacturing these clubs direct to consumer right when you order them the highest level of manufacturing you could have we've had our club i got a driver i got a putter in the bag pat's got the same love the driver it looks it feels it hits it looks like a titleist driver but it, it performs as good as anything i've put in the bag before and you can go on benhogangolf.com right now and get that driver that putter they've got beautiful wedges especially the blacked out murdered out equalizer wedges their irons are awesome. They have irons for guys who are not great players and irons for guys who are good players, okay? You can go to that website, use our promo code TOURJUNKIES and get 10 additional percentage points off of the order. They're already low because they don't sell to retail. They do not do retail. 
You're not going to go to Dick's. You're not going to go to some dumb superstore and find Ben Hogan clubs. They don't do that. They keep the middleman out of it. You can go on their website, benhogangolf.com, put in your specs. You can do some testing. You can order the clubs right there. They make them when you order them. They ship them to you, and they're beautiful. They perform they're very unreal. well. Yeah. So, I think the best thing, because I think we got a lot of guys that listen to us that aren't great at golf, honestly. And I think if you are looking to play more golf or you're trying to improve your game, I, I want to say this. If you're a 90 to 95 kind of golfer when you go out and play and keep score, or worse, don't go and blow a bunch of money on TaylorMades, Callaways, Tyler. Don't, don't go do that. Don't go do that. Go to Ben Hogan Golf. Get your 10% off discount. You will get the same technology, but you won't spend an arm and a leg. You'll get it fit to you. You'll get it fit to you because you're going to put in your specs. Don't buy golf clubs off the shelf. Never. Don't ever do that. Every tour player, every caddy, every PGA Tour coach we've ever talked to about this, all of them would tell you to never buy golf clubs off the shelf. Get get your specs into BenHoganGolf.com and get them good and get them brand new at a fraction of the cost. That's what you need to do. All right? That was, I think that was a really good – I nailed that. And I'm not you, you did a good. You did a good job of that. I'll give you some credit there. Um, also, uh, your boy Deshaun uh, uh, DeAndre yes, Hopkins. Yes, I know. I saw touchdown. that. I saw that. So, okay. for the <clears throat> listeners that don't know, I'm in a battle with my brother in fantasy. Our first Direct week TV in Perry in fantasy football. Um, but we're not going to give you all the details. I got Drew Brees. Okay. He, he's got DeAndre Hopkins. Anyway, here's my player in this range that I think you have to fade in DFS. However, the same player is who I think must be on your betting card, hopefully at mybookie.ag, at 90-1 to 1 on mybookie. It's mm. our friend, Mr. Joel Damon. I knew that's right? where you were going. I knew now, that's where you Now, if you've listened to the podcast recently, if you've not listened to our last podcast, which was a very impromptu podcast with myself, Pat, Joel, his caddy Gino, and caddy Aaron Fleener, who, who carries a bag for JT Poston, if you have not listened to that podcast, then I don't even care what you're doing right now. Stop listening to this one and go listen to that one. It's freaking hilarious, all right? But what we know of Joel and Gino is this. Joel does not play well in his first event after being off. Play him on his second, third, fourth event in a row. Don't play him on the first one. If he has a week or two or three or four or five weeks off and then he comes to play an event, don't don't play Joel is what we've heard. That's what we've heard Joel and Gino both tell us, okay? That's straight from the horse's mouth. You don't get that in a lot of other podcasts. That's straight from the horse's mouth. However, I freaking love Joel so much that I cannot be off of him if he hits. I can't. You can't be off I can't, him? I, I can't be off of him. I want to be on him. <laughs> I want to be on him. I would not sleep for, for, for multiple nights if, if he won a golf tournament and I had no exposure to him. We've been pulling for him for a long time. He's a great golfer. He is going to win on the PJ Tour, and I'm not being a homer, right? Go look at his record on the tour. He's got close calls. He's got top tens. He's got top fives, okay? This is, this is, the, this is a field he can win easily, easily. I cannot be off of that if that hits. So I will have zero exposure to him in DFS. I think some people are going to want to play him at that price tag. They know the name. They know Joel Damon. They, they feel like he's a good cut maker. Joel could go out there and totally crap the bed and quit after a few holes. Go listen to that podcast, and you'll hear. If Joel bogeys the first hole, he's out. All right? 
But I want him on my betting ticket if he wins. Because on Sunday, I would not want to live with myself. I, I really I really like that call. As a matter of fact, while you were talking, I, I just fired in a bet on. You have to fire it off. I, I, put, it, I put a unit and a half. I went, I went, I went, I went plus a half unit. Yeah, she. You convinced me that that was, you were you were convinced. I'm telling you, man, you don't want to be off of that when that happens. Yeah. And like Adam Olstead, our friend on uh, YouTube, just said. Plus, you've got Joel's sex pot mother-in-law. She was fantastic on that podcast. So if you, you have not listened out. to that show. If you've not I don't listened know, to that, I don't, I don't know. know what you're doing. I just I don't understand. Uh, All right, look, just listen. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's the that's the AK range, Pat. Why don't you kick us off in the sevens? Yeah, Give me so what you I'm got. going crazy. There's a lot of guys here. There's a lot, a lot of guys, here. but I'm going crazy right off the bat, and I'm going with Tom Lewis at 7900 as a tournament play, coming off the Corn Ferry Tour Championship win. I like it. some Tom Lewis. Look, this guy's been around. If you haven't heard of Tom Lewis, he's been on the European Tour for a while. He's he's contended at, at Open Championships. Uh, he is a great ball striker. He's been in the top 20, top 30 in greens and regulation for the last three years on the European Tour. I like his form coming off of that win. I'm okay with that price at 7,900. He's going to be low-owned because just, I mean, most people don't really know who he is. He is a great player. So I like Tom Lewis as a good tournament play. Next, a guy you probably have heard of, and that is Andrew Landry. It's 7,400. Another guy coming in, in in good recent form. You look at his last few events. Uh, he was T30 at the Northern Trust. He was top 20 at the Wyndham. Uh, a, a guy that's just a very solid player. Um, you know, looking at stats for him, he's 15th in the field in strokes gained approach, 16th in opportunities gained. I, I just I think Andrew Landry has a good chance to uh, to do well here. Um, does not have any course history, so uh, that's that may be something that you you know that may be kind of the downside to him. But I like him. We're talking tournament plays. We're talking low owned, so I do like him there. Also, Henrik Norlander at uh, seventy one hundred. Another guy. Just he's been on tour. He's been around before. He got himself uh, back out there on the big show this year with a great season on the Corn Ferry Tour. I like Henrik Norlander. You look at his greens and regulation stats. He was fourth in the field, fourth in the field. He was fourth in all of the Corn Ferry Tour on in greens and regulation last year. Just extremely solid, just every single week. And he's experienced, you know. I mean, this is this is not his first go around. So I like some Norlander. I'm gonna I'm, I'm giving you some out there names here in this in this this group, but I feel like yeah, the like listeners. It. I think you need to you know we don't need to hear the normal guys, you know. You probably thought I was going to go Bud Colley. I thought about Bud Colley. I thought yeah, about. Yeah, I know you did. But yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Dreamed about it. I'm not going to throw him out there. Um, as far as fades for me, everybody's going to love him. Some Danny Lee. He won here uh, last year. He's he's obviously uh, not last year, but he's won here before. Hasn't he? Yeah, three years ago. Sorry, in 2015. Um, he has done well on this course, but he has not been playing that great lately. Um, so his recent form isn't there. He's 75th in strokes gained approach. He's at 82nd in strokes gained around the green, 87th in greens and regulation. I don't want any part of Danny Lee at 7,900. Just, just not going to do it. And another guy that you probably, you probably think I like because I, I, I do tend to get on him sometimes, and that's Brandon Grace. But 
I don't know, a big name in a in a in a, a field that's just not that great. I, I'm not. I don't. I don't care to play him. I don't, I don't like Brandon Grace either at 7,700. So I will uh, fade him. So there you go. Cash. I'm gonna go Andrew Landry. Cash. Well, I mean, not a ton of disagreement. Not a lot of agreement. Like I don't have a lot of those guys written down. Uh, here's what I've got. I'm gonna go uh, near the top. I'm gonna go with David Hearn who actually had a very solid um, – uh, wait a minute, where am I? Where am I? Where am I? Where am I? I like David, David Hearn. David Hearn. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, I've skipped around a little bit. Yeah, David Hearn had a very good Corn Ferry Finals. He is 20th in strokes game putting on bent grass over the last 100 rounds. Great putter. And I think putting is definitely going to translate here more than, it, than, than usual. Uh, and I like the value there at 7,400. Also, uh, I'm a big Sepp Straka fan. At seventy six hundred dollars, mm-hmm. Sepp had a pretty good. Uh, he was he was playing pretty good there towards the end of the year. He's a Georgia Bulldog, great pedigree. I'm not just being a homer here, but he's a great pedigree golfer. He could easily win this thing. If you talk about a guy with winning upside in this range, I think Sepp Straka has as much winning upside as anybody here. Uh, he is at seventy to one on the betting card as well. I'm, I'm evaluating old Sepp, um, so I like that. And then I'm gonna go with uh, another guy who had a great PGA Tour season, played a lot of golf, played about as much as freaking Sung J.M. at times, and that's Adam Schink, uh, who is at $7,200. Schink is a pretty good uh, bent grass putter, by the way, 31st in this field in putting on bent grass, finished 24th the last time we saw him at the Northern Trust Open. Um, I just, I think Schink's, I think Schink's a cut maker, and that's what you're looking for here is a cut maker. He played here one time. That was his first time last year coming off the web.com. He missed the cut. But I like those three guys. I like I like Hearn, Straka, and Schenk. Straka, I think, has the most upside. Um, but I like it. I'm going to go with another different cash play than the, than the three I just mentioned. And that is Cam Tringali, baby. $7,300. Cam actually had a decent year last year. Like, he, 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 he came around. He, he, like, flashed a little Cam Tringali of old. Um... You know, fifth place at the Rocket Mortgage, 16th at the John Deere, 11th at the RBC Canadian, two top 25s at the Byron Nelson and the Valero. Um, I think, you know, I think Tringali's interesting. He's played here a lot. Now, he hasn't made a cut here since 2014, but he was fourth at that point. Uh, but I think he's a little bit better than he was a year, two, three years ago. I think he's come around. So I, I agree. actually feel confident enough with Cam Tringali in this field to roster him in cash, which is scary. It's scary, but true. If if you're a new listener, you don't know this either. We've been uh, we've been kind of coming on a cam, old Cam Tringali lately as uh, as the, the yeah. season winded down for 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 last year slash this year, whatever. Yeah. Uh, my two fades. I'm going to give you a guy near the top at $7,800. Bronson Burgoon, who did finish 30th here last year, but I'm not buying Bronson. The 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 form is spotty. It's very sporadic. Um, he's 77th in putting on bent grass. He obviously doesn't do very well putting on that surface. I don't like the price tag at 7600 I think there's a lot of guys who will be just as low-owned, if, if not lower, that are as good or better than Bragoon. So it's really more of a value thing, if you ask me. And then finally, you know, if I try to step out on a little bit of a limb here, um, I'm going to go, even though he's cheap, I think Kevin Chappell is actually not going to play well. He's coming off of, a, of an injury history. He's got a medical exemption. Um, 
he's not a good bent grass guy whatsoever. He's a POA guy through and through, West Coast guy. At $7,000, it's enticing, okay? Like, if you want to play Chapel, I'm okay with it. I'm not going to be pissed at you. He's not a strong fade. At $7,000, I do think in tournaments, he could be popular because he's a name a lot of people recognize. He's, he's, he's got a pedigree on the PGA Tour. But this is his first event back in competition. And um, he does have a good record here, despite being a horrible bent grass putter. But I just think I would rather wait and see what happens. And I know that obviously if he blows up, his price is going to go up. And everybody's going to think, oh, he's a Kevin Chapel of old. But I'm just, I just don't believe that's what we're going to see just yet. So, Bragoon and Kevin Chapel, those are my fates. Let me add a bet in here real quick. I, I, I kind of like, uh, I like Nick Taylor at one hundred and ten to one. I, I think that's a that's a decent bet okay. there. Um, he's at seventy three hundred. He has missed his last couple of cuts, um, but but this is this is a course he he should do well on. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in some some Nick Taylor um, for you there. Okay. All right, let's round it out, man. Any any plays in the 6K range? I love this range. I think there's a lot of good guys here. There's a lot of Corn Ferry guys here that you can jump on, and I feel just fine pairing them with some studs near the top, whether you go above that 10K spot or you just load up on some 9K, 8K guys. Uh, there's a lot of names down here. It's kind of tough to, to nail it down. Um, but if you had to pick... A few. Who who you like? Well, I'll give you a couple. And actually, when you I, I just talked about Nick Taylor, who's at seventy three hundred. These are two guys that are that are much cheaper, um, but their odds are about the same. So you look at Grayson Murray at sixty eight hundred. He is at a hundred to one on my bookie. Um, a guy that's just extremely talented. I mean, he is he is a just he's an incredible golfer, and he can score. And do everything you want him to do on the course. the The problem is he's been injured. We've off and on, but he played great down the stretch in the in the Corn Ferry Finals. So I like some Grayson Murray. I think that you know he's been experienced. He's got experience out on the tour. I like that at 6,800. So I'm going to take flyers on him. I like Brendan Todd as well. Now that may sound oh like oh my god. Look, that sounds like a homer oh. play. I know you're you're trying. You're going to oh. because he's a Georgia boy and everything else. He has got his act together. You look at what he's been doing. I mean, Dude. every single week on the Corn Ferry Tour, he's at 110 to 1, but 6,700, he is just uh, – you look at his last two starts on the Corn Ferry Tour, sixth and fourth, okay? Made his way onto the tour. Don't think about anything. I know what his PGA Tour stats were. I know he missed all those cuts in a row. I'm not stupid to that. But, look, he's he, – he, here's the – golf is weird, Okay. You can lose it You're just, weird. just as fast as you can get it back. And he has got it back. He has shown that. So I'm going to take a flyer this week on him and play some Brendan Todd in tournament lineups. He's going to be super, super low owned. So there you go. Hold, hold on. I want to make sure you're reading the right name. Pat, didn't you get new glasses recently? Did you get... Did you get new glasses? Do you want to tell me about your glasses that you got? Because I want to make sure they sent the right prescription. So I used a, I used this company called War, Warby Parker. Okay, you can go huh? on Warby Parker. Okay. So you can go on their website and you can pick five free glasses, or not free, but five pairs of glasses, and they will send them to you for free. You try them out for like seven days. And if you like one pair or two pairs or whatever, 
you can send them all back and say, hey, these are the two I like, and they'll send you those. You buy them, whatever. It's cool because you get to kind of you get to really try them out, and it's online and everything. You don't have to go into a store or do whatever. Uh, you know, they can use your prescription and all that kind of stuff. So they have an accurate prescription for me, and those prescriptions still saw Brendan Todd as a viable play this week. I, I can't believe it. Let me, when they send you the glasses, do they send them with your prescription in them, or they just send you? They the don't put a disclaimer on it that says "Don't play Brendan Todd." Okay, <laughs> so. I'm just telling you, look. Hold on. You're, did, did somebody's going to win it. Somebody's going to have a really good lineup this week with Brendan Todd in it. Oh. Did they send He's, them with you with the prescription in them or no? Just the frames. Oh, no. When they send it to you, it's just the frames. Now, when you yeah, get the you actual. Seen how they, you've seen how they yeah, look. Do they yeah, fit my, yeah, my, no, round, they don't, no, they don't, my round face? Why are they going to? Yeah, they're not going to do that. Come on. I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. Yeah, uh, big shout-out to Warby Parker. They've decided to sponsor the podcast for a few episodes here. Uh, we appreciate them. Um, they've <laughs> uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. That was so a good, Pat got that was a good lead-in. I feel like I don't Pat, even like that was a good lead-in. You, uh, you, you need to rock some glasses for us maybe on another episode. I want to see how those bad boys look. The quality's good. They look great. You get them in a fraction of the cost. What you do is you go online, you take a quiz. You answer a few quick questions about your eyesight about your face, about what you're trying to accomplish here. They'll suggest some good-looking glasses that are personalized. They're going to fit your, if you're Pat, your round, very uh, very circular face. Um, you get the free home try-on program, which is what Pat's talking about, where you get the five glasses, you try them on. You don't have to buy any of them. You can ship them all back and say, nah, I'm good, dog. Uh, all the shipping stuff's free, prepaid return label, super easy. If you go to Warby Parker, that's W-A-R-B-Y Parker, P-A-R-K-E-R dot com slash tour junkies. You can get your free try on uh, pairs. You can take the quiz to find out what's good for you. Glasses start at just $95. Yep. And that's including the prescription lenses. By the way, let me tell you this too. When you go in there, they have shades too. They got sunglasses. So don't just They have sunglasses. Don't just that's think true. it's just it's just eyeglasses. Okay? Yeah, they do have sunglasses. Uh, it's great stuff. They also include anti glare, anti scratch coating. And blue light filtering lenses. Pat, do you even know what blue lights are? No blue light filtering. freaking clue. I think it's the stuff that comes off your computer. So if you sit in front of a computer all day and you like your eyes hurt, you get a migraine, you get those blue light glasses, and that helps your eyes. Um, it's, it's really easy. If you have an iPhone X, you can make, or 10, whatever, you make sure you can download the Warby Parker's app, and you can actually see what your face would look like with their glasses. Their color, the texture, the size. It's super-duper easy. So that's all you got to do. WarbyParker.com slash TourJunkies, and you get that free home try-on thing. Test them out. And hopefully you don't see Brendan Todd in the future because I think that's ridiculous. I think that was do you right. Do you have any other 6K plays? Um, you know, that's I, I think that's it for now. I mean, look, there are a lot of good guys down here, um, a, lot of, a lot of your new – you know, your new players on tour here. Um, I like some Mark Hubbard. He's a guy that's got experience on tour. Um, Mr. Hubbs played well this year, so I like some. You need another five pair to try. Yeah, look, I'm not trying to give you Hank Lebiota, who you're probably going to mention. 
I'm not nope, trying to give not you that. List. I'm not trying not to give you Zach Blair, who's one of your favorite players on, on tour. You love Zach Don't Blair. Don't you speak that. Don't you speak that over me. Don't speak that over me. I can't stand that guy. Don't speak that over me. All right, the only, one I, the only one I will give you that, that I actually, I'm, I'm joking on the last few, but I really do like J.J. Spawn at 6,900. So I will throw him out there. I think he's a good play. He's got some good history, too, here. He finished top 15 last year. T29 in 2017, so I do like J.J. Spawn as well. So, there you go. I knew Brendan Todd was going to get you triggered, and I'm glad oh, it did because totally it worked triggered. out perfectly. So, all right, go. I'm going to take a little bit of time here because we didn't do a, a Corn Fairy preview show, right? We didn't, we didn't talk through the guys that we like coming off the Corn Fairy for the season. I'm going to mention a few of them here. I like these guys this week, and I like them in terms of upside for the rest of the season. All right, but there's a few of them down here, and uh, there's three of them actually. I'm going to give you my three favorite picks for the week. Right, one of them is not a corn fairy guy; the other two are. The first one is not. That is Roger Sloan. Roger Sloan, I knew that was coming. Roger, I, I knew Roger it was coming. Been, well, he's been playing out of his freaking mind. Like I don't think he knows that he's actually Roger Sloan. If he knew he <laughs> do you was think Roger he Sloan, doesn't know how good he is? Like he thinks he's just no, like some. Here's what happened. He got hypnotized. He went to a. He went on a carnival cruise. He got picked out of the crowd by his wife or by by the by the guy up on stage. His wife gave him the old nudge, and she said, "Hey, you know, uh, I think you need to. I think you need to go up there and get hypnotized." And Roger got hypnotized, and. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Now he thinks he's freaking, you know, uh, freaking, uh, think of a golfer that just makes a lot of top 25s and then randomly trunk slams a lot. He's, he's He thinks he's that guy. But he's 125 to 1 on my bookie to win. I think I'll throw a half unit on that number. He's 35th in this field in strokes game putting on bent grass. The form is good. He's cheap. Give me some Roger Sloan, man. I don't even care. I don't even care. Give I'm me right. the I'm Roger all right Sloan. with that pick. I'm all right with that. Uh, all right, two guys from the Corn Ferry Tour that I am high on this season and I think are going to have uh, solid years. And that is the first one, Mr. Robbie Shelton, um, Alabama boy, SEC Player of the Year, second in the McKenzie Tour Order of Merit in 2017. The guys played well at every level. College, McKenzie Tour, Corn Ferry Tour, here he is on the PJ Tour. This ain't no joke. This ain't no hobby for old, uh, old Robbie Shelton. He's a really solid player. He's a $6,400, just below Roger Sloan there. Uh, he had two wins on the Corn Ferry, five top tens, uh, really solid putter, good score, good ball striker, just good all-around game for Robbie Shelton. I think this will be the cheapest we see him all season. So I'm a big fan of Robbie Shelton, and he is 300-1 to one on my book. Whoa.ag. I like that. 300-1. to one. I'm telling you, dude, this guy's a winner. Two wins on the Corn Ferry. Order of Merit on McKenzie Tour. SEC Player of the Year. This guy's a winner. Hop on that triple-digit number before it becomes a two-digit number. Uh, finally, another guy I really like off the off the Corn Ferry is Christopher Ventura, another Oklahoma State boy at $6,300. Listen, he, got, he, he literally left Oklahoma State, jumped on the Corn Ferry Tour, only played in nine events. Pat, do you know how many events he won out of those nine events? I, I don't. It's Spanish, Spanish for two. Well, Dose. he's he's kind of like if if. So when did he graduate? This year, like he just got. Okay, he just, so so just, nobody, so everybody's talking about Victor Hovland, everybody's talking Matthew about Hovland Wolf, and Wolf, Morikawa, yes. but they ain't talking about I'm Chris Ventura. You, this kid is good. Christopher Ventura is good. Oklahoma State guy hits it a freaking mile. Three-time All-American at Oklahoma State, by the way. 
Three-time All-American, two wins in nine events. This will also be the cheapest that you see Mr. Ventura all season long. I think you play this guy uh, 100%. Um, finally, now I like all those guys. Uh, oh, by the way, Ventura is 175 to 1 on my bookie. 175 to 1. Get these numbers right now. If you can find an each-way number on them, get them in each way. Get them, get them on each way. Th th those three bets right there, Sloan, Shelton, and Ventura, are some of my favorite bets this week. Uh, finally, if I want to just be a little more vanilla, I think Harris English is interesting. He did not get his tour card. He did not make it through the finals on the Corn Ferry. He's got an exemption here. He's got experience at this golf course. Uh, Harris English, still a, a pretty solid player. Finished 29th here in 2017. He is fourth in this field in strokes game putting on bent grass surfaces. I like English. And finally, probably the biggest odds snub of the entire field mm. at $6,900, Sam Burns. Okay. I was going to try to guess. Sam Burns is priced. I wouldn't bet it because he's priced in like, he's like, he's like I can't, I don't have it on my phone right now. He's like, 60 to 1 or something. It's like some stupid number. Everybody else around him on DraftKings are in the triple digits. DraftKings has majorly devalued Sam Burns this week. He's a big value on DraftKings. $6,900. He's, he's a kid who's contended on the PJ Tour, got a lot of talent. He can score. I think you take the risk. The upside is too good for Sam Burns. I, I told you guys at the top of the show, I like a lot of guys in the 6K range that I think you can pair with, uh, with some of the big-time guys up top or a few 9K guys or whatever it may be. But I like those guys a lot. So that's it for me. We, you know, we talk about this, um, it seems like, every year. But when you get into the, the, the start of the season and we've got these, all these new, um, you know, new players on tour, Corn Ferry guys, whatever, I mean, I think you got to play them. you got to put them in your lineups and uh, just see what happens. This is when you, you got a little bit of advantage on everybody else who's just picking the names that they normally see. Uh, we got football season going on right now, so that's that's really what's what 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 most people are focusing on. So when you're playing in tournaments and these kind of, you know, in these this, these fall events, you know, play play the 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 corn fairy guys. We've seen it in the past. We saw it with now he's terrible now, but we saw it with Smiley Kaufman winning a tournament. Um, we've seen. I hate to bring him up. Um, but you know, Patton Kazire, another guy who was who was a good you know web.com guy at the time that, that came out and won. I mean, these these guys win in these events. Um, so you you got to look at them. You can't ignore them. And don't just look at these these normal name players that you're seeing early on in the year. 100% agree, Pat. Um, hey, man, so the picks are done. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about a new course, uh, a new show format, a couple new segments that mm -hmm. I'm excited about. Some good chalk bomb news, and um, our new segment, Just the Tip, which I'm very excited about. No pun intended, but pun intended. Um, this is going to be good, man. This is going to be real good. Here's what I think we should do. Why don't we do – why don't we talk to the people about the survey? What do you okay. think? Yeah. Let's talk about the survey. Yeah, let's, let's, let's look at this survey. I really want to thank the people. That, that took the survey. I sent a survey to all of the Chalk Bomb email subscribers, and a big chunk of you responded and filled out that 11-question survey, took the time. We really appreciate it. It was a big deal. It's the first like formal survey we've done of Tour Junkies listeners. 
and it was fantastic information. We got a great, great bit of information from you guys, and we really appreciate it. By the way, check your inbox today because we did pick three of you. Uh, you got $100 in Tour Junkie store credit that I emailed you a promo code uh, in your email that you could use for the Tour Junkie shop, which, by the way, we have new items coming to the Tour Junkie shop here in the next couple months. Um, but we really appreciate it. We got some great feedback. Pat, you know, I think if we're talking about the survey, I think the first thing we got to talk about is the very first question, which is, who do you like more? And we made it a required question, and we made people answer me or you. There was no other answer. I thought it was a funny question. Like you didn't even you didn't started. say like you could like you can't pick both. You yeah. can't ignore the question. Yeah, um, it was very funny, and and it was actually so we had we had six hundred and twelve people fill out the survey, all eleven questions, every question required, which is fantastic. Of the six hundred and twelve, three hundred and fourteen picked me, which I was shocked at. I honestly thought you were going to win this. 298 picked you. A slight difference of only 16 people out of more than 600, which I think basically means it's a wash. You know, I'm not going to rub it in your face that that I was that I'm clearly liked more than you. But there was you um, can't say it was clear. It was an interesting clearly. question. It was an interesting question. What was funny is in some of the free form responses later, we had listeners who did not want to answer the actual question and would just say Hey, by the way, I hate that first question you guys gave me. I, I picked David or I picked Pat, but I really like both of you guys the same. Like they, they hated having to choose it, uh, which we get. We appreciate it. A, a, disturbing, a disturbing answer is that uh, 63% of respondents have not left us an iTunes review, which I don't understand. Like, 63% of you did not have not left us an iTunes review. If you've not done that, please do that for us. It costs you nothing yeah. except like three or four minutes. Leave us a five-star review. It helps us get seen more on iTunes, which is what we work hard to do, is grow the listener base. Please do that. What's wrong with your face? I just had to blink there for a minute. Okay. Um, <laughs> most, people, uh, most people follow us on Twitter, which is good. Now, here's another disturbing one. 61% of people do not follow us on Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram right now, Pat, why don't you tell them what's going on with our Instagram account in the last couple months? The Instagram account has blown up. We have made a serious effort starting yeah. about a couple months ago to just ramp up the Instagram. It is different than everything, anything you see on Twitter. Uh, it's it's just it's a lot. Of, it's it's all golf content. It is not necessarily DFS related. As a matter of fact, most of it is not DFS related. But it's just some good stuff. It's funny stuff. Um, I actually came up with a few funny things for it. Ideas. Yeah. Uh, you've you've had some you've had some good ideas, and we've we've just been we've been killing it. And the followers are, I mean, it's they're rolling in. They're rolling in. We're, it's crazy. It took us four years to grow about twenty five hundred Instagram followers, mm -hmm. and it has only taken us the last ninety days to take that number up to over eleven thousand. And we ain't bought nothing. We ain't bought no followers. We ain't we ain't about that life. These are all organic followers. The content has been stepped up. We're ramping it up. If you're not following us on Instagram, what are you doing? So that was an issue. Um, other than that, man, we learned a lot from this, and we appreciate it. One of the questions we ask is, do people fast-forward or skip parts of the podcast? I am really grateful that more than half of you said you don't skip anything. You listen to the whole show, which is awesome. Um, we also asked a little bit about what would you remove or take away from the podcast? How would you change some things? 
just one reason why we're switching up the format. So we talked about the new format. One of the things that we've learned is you guys, some of you guys only want to hear the DFS stuff, which is fine. I get it. So you guys would skip to the course breakdown, the key stats, the strategy, the picks, and then you wouldn't listen to anything else, which is fine. Um, so that's why we're going to front load every show from now on. We're going to get right into the course breakdown, right into the picks, the strategy, and then the end is going to be left for the miscellaneous, frivolous, fun stuff uh, or recap of the week before, storylines on the PJ Tour. We're going to save some of those things for the, the second half of the show or, the, or near the end because we heard what you guys said and we get it. Um, a lot of your, a lot of you guys gave us some fantastic segment ideas. We asked for some segment ideas. We're going to be rolling out some new segments, and I am very excited about that. And Pat, why don't you, uh, why don't we, why don't we tell the listeners right now? Let's get into this new segment. So we've got a new segment coming for you right now called "Just the Tip." Just the tip. Pat, why don't you deliver your tip and tell people a little bit about what this segment's going to be about? So this. This segment, son of a... Sorry, I just hung up on David. <laughs> anyway, um, so I just hung up on David in the middle of Thank giving you. just the tip. Sorry, I, that was like a tease, like just the tip. Um, anyway, so what this is going to be is we're going to give a little tidbit out every week. I don't think... It, is it going to be me doing this every week, or are you going to do it no. too? Okay. Yeah. So this week... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. None of these segments are every week. We're going to start mixing it up. Yeah, we're going to mix it up. So, but this yeah. week we're doing just a tip, and what it is is it's going to be just a just a little tip for DFS players uh, to learn about, you know, how, some things that we've learned over the years with our experience, just some, 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 some ideas that we've come up with, some things that have worked for us. And um, so that's what it is. Now, of course, it is overall. That is sort of a sexual reference, but we just think it's kind of funny. So, just a tip. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Okay. Why would you say it's not? Just kidding. Go ahead, please. I'm uncomfortable. So, this week, uh, here's my tip. And actually, I went with something that I have a problem with. So, I felt like, I, you know, I want you guys to be able to relate with <laughs> things. This is not this is not where I'm. you think I'm going. Um, but, uh, but let me poke your brain with this, David. Let me, let me, poke, you, let me poke you with this. Um, <laughs> I actually did think of that one before. <laughs> Sorry, I you know I did I did. Okay, um, but Just I'm please, please I'm gonna I'm gonna poke you anyway. So um, discipline is such a key thing when it comes to building lineups for DFS and golf. I have a problem with this. Um, I know you don't. You've, you've done you've done much better than I have. I have, but you really got to call your players down to a certain player pool. This is not like investing. This is not like you know you're investing for retirement or something like that. And you're trying to allocate out and check all the boxes and make sure you have everything filled out and if if if, if something's not going to work out oh well i've got bonds here and so that's going to help out when the market goes down that is not what you're trying to do especially for tournaments we're not i'm talking about tournaments here not cash you are all or nothing this is this is taking risk not avoiding risk okay so when it comes to tournaments i think you've got to call your player pool down i think it's got to be less than 20 players you got to commit to those players and then you build your lineups from there, 
and fill it out. And you know what? Here's what's going to happen. Some weeks you're going to have incredible weeks, and you're going to have blowout weeks, and they're going to be awesome. And then sometimes it's not going to work out because your player pool is going to have some guys that miss the cut and whatever else. But I think when it comes to trying to win the big dollars, trying to win money in these tournament lineups, you cannot just spread out your risk so much where you have 30, 40 players and you're like, oh, well, I do like this guy, I do like that guy, I got to have him here, and, I'm, and you're spreading out your risk. You can't do that. You got to, you got to rein in your risk. You, you want more risk. That's what you want, and that's why you play less players because you have more reward at the end of that when it comes to that as far as your tournaments are concerned. So you got to have discipline to do that. Because when you start building lineups, you start seeing guys. I know it. I look at it. I'm like, oh, crap. I like this guy. I like this guy. I like this guy. I like this guy. And then all of a sudden, after lineup lock, you look at all your players in your player pool, and you got 30 guys there. And it's just way too many. So I think, yeah. you, that, I think that is an important thing when it comes to tournament you got to be di- tournament plays. you got to be disciplined. And in the end, you're going to have some bad weeks, but I think it's going to reward you there. So there you go. I just poked you in the face with that tip right there. Okay. Uh, well, I, I agree on – for the most part, I do. I will say, you know, you said you got to keep it under twenty players. I think that obviously depends on how many lineups you're playing. I mean, well, I think it does. Can, if yeah, you, it just. It, if you're one of these guys who's maxing out and you're doing 150 lineups in DFS, you probably can afford to have 25 guys mm-hmm, or something. Mm-hmm. And it obviously depends on the size of the field. If you're talking about a WGC event where there's 70 players, you don't probably don't need 25 players. But in a regular field event, you know, we do try to keep it disciplined, and that is tough. There are all to kinds do. of outliers here. I'm just saying. I'm there's going some outliers, in generalities here. Yeah, hundred percent. You got to be disciplined. You got to take it from the approach of I'm here to, to have a big week because my core and the guys that I'm on hit and and make the cut, or I'm here to just lose it all. Right. All right. Uh, a fantastic segment by you, Pat. First uh, way to pop the just the tip cherry. I think that's fantastic. Um, great stuff. And that's just one of the new segments coming your way this season for the PGA Tour. Uh, podcast that we're doing every week. Now, you may say, hey, what about the chunk and run, guys? I love the chunk and run. That's a great segment. You guys did it every week last week, last year. We're going to keep doing the chunk and run. We're not going to do it every week. It's going to be it's going to be another segment, right? We're going to do the chunk and run plenty of times. You'll get plenty of that great stuff. Let me just tease you a little bit about some of the other segments we have coming your way. It's great stuff. One of my favorite new segments is What's Wrong With Blank? And that's where me and Pat take a player and we say, what the hell is wrong with them? And we come up with conspiracy theories, all kind of wild ideas of why this player may be sucking or not doing so well. That, that could get really fun. I'm excited about that one. Uh, the putter throw is going to be a great new, uh, great new segment. That's just where one of us gets really pissed off about something. We're going to go off on somebody, someone, something, some group of people. Uh, that should be a lot of fun. We're going to have uh, DB down in the DMs. I'm excited about that one. We need you listeners. We need you followers. DM us on Twitter. DM us on Instagram. Ask us questions about the PGA Tour, about the podcast, about DFS, about betting on golf, whatever it is. Give us some good questions. If they're good, if they're thought-provoking, if they're funny, DB will get down in them DMs, and I'll answer your question on the podcast. I'm excited about that one. I like it. Uh, Why are you the only one that gets to answer the DMs? Because you won't keep up with it, Pat. We all know that. Everyone knows that. Do you know what's the funniest thing to me is when we get DMs and they don't they don't think that I'm reading them. 
it's hilarious because they'll like they'll like bash me in a dm and i'm like uh you do realize that I actually have access to this account. That is yeah, kind they of don't funny. know that they're not convinced that you can actually find that access. Uh, we're gonna do something called the junk drawer. You'll learn more about that later, as will we. And we're gonna do some great stuff. We're gonna have some listener contests this season. We a lot of you demanded that in the survey, so we want to do more to to kind of play with you guys in DFS and golf betting and things like that. Do more listener contests. A lot of people want us to bring back the David and Pat bets every week where then we have a consequence. I'm all for that. Here's our big brain block, and that is like, what are the consequences going to be? And they have to be like realistic because here's what I know. If Pat loses a bet and I make the consequence too difficult for him to do, he'll never do it. You know, he'll never do it. So they got to be like quick hitting consequences that we can do fast. Send us some ideas. If you got some ideas, we would appreciate it. We'll, we'll try to knock that out. Um, we're going to have Pat read more rap lyrics. Uh, somebody had a great idea of just have Pat draw a picture because they felt like that would be funny. That was I agree. Funny. I think that would also I like be that funny. Idea. I did like that. Obviously, you'd have to be watching on YouTube to see that one, but I think that I think that one could be really funny. Um, it's going to be great stuff. I'm excited about it. Those are some of the new segments coming your way for every podcast from here on out this, this new season. I'm excited about it. Uh, also, the Chalk Bomb. we got to hit the Chalk Bomb real quick. New stuff coming to the Chalk Bomb right here in the swing season. And probably beyond, if you're not already subscribed to the Chalk Bomb, you need to go to tourjunkies.com. Go to the bottom of any page. And on the bottom right hand of any page is a Chalk Bomb little box. You put in your email, you're automatically subscribed. We send you that free piece of content um, every single Wednesday night. You're going to want it. It's going to give you you know, the, the, the guys you need to play, uh, the guys you need to stay away from, 10 facts. It's all the stuff you need to read before you set lineups. you got to prepare. You know what I mean? You got to prepare. You can't just listen to podcasts and then go willy nilly setting lineups. You got to prepare. Pat, speaking of preparation, before I talk about the new chalk bomb stuff, you had to prepare for an evacuation and you used a certain tool to help you do so. You want to tell the yeah. people about it? So here's the thing when you leave to go out of town, you need a suitcase. Shut the front door. Yeah, you need one. Okay. And so I used away suitcases. Yes, away travel. Um, they are a fantastic company when it comes to all your travel needs. Here's the thing. I mean, these guys, look, they create thoughtful products designed to change how you see the world, David. They Ooh. started with the perfect suitcase crafted with features that make travel more seamless. Now they offer a range of essentials that solve real travel problems. So all you have to think about is where you're headed next. Where are you going to go? Are you going to Paris? You going to the next yeah. golf event? Whatever. Maybe. Because Maybe. getting away means getting more out of every trip to come. So here's the thing. They've got a, they've got a bunch of different stuff. I had the bigger carry-on, okay? So they have the, the smaller carry-on, and then they have the, the bigger carry-on. I, I had the bigger one, and I, I loved it. It, it was fantastic. And it, it, here's the thing. It's extremely durable. Look, I was traveling with... A dog, a cat, and two kids. And there's just crap everywhere in my truck. And I had to throw suitcases in the back of the truck. This thing was super, super durable. It is absolutely awesome. And you could choose a bunch of different colors. By the way, what, what color do you think I chose for, for my suitcase? Some shade of brown. Gray. I went with gray. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but there's like blue and all other kinds of stuff. I mean, it's really cool. And, and look, it's lightweight. 
It's got four wheels, so you don't. I mean, like the four wheel deal is like four I think wheels. Four wheels is underrated. Highly underrated. It's highly underrated. So yeah. you got the four wheels there. Here's another thing. There is an optionable, optionable, freak, optional, <laughs> ejectable battery that can keep your phone charged. What so is it again? There is a battery that's built into this suitcase that you can pop out and charge. It's it's already charged. I mean, you got to charge it, you know, to keep it charged. But you can use it to charge a phone. That thing, that thing deal. comes in handy in a hurricane. Let me just tell you that right yeah. now. It is not a bad deal. Unbelievable. So look, the I mean, it's literally the best suitcases you'll you'll find. They are designed for a lifetime. I can't imagine you not buying one of these things, and you will you will never have to buy another suitcase for your travel. They offer free shipping. That's another thing. So on any away suitcase order. They offer free shipping in the U.S., Europe, and Australia. By the way, if you don't want to, if you don't want to order it online, they got some shops. Okay, so I, you know you can go into like these somewhere. I found it. Some big cities, you know, New York. <laughs> shit like. Oh wait, sorry, New York, Austin, L.A., San Francisco, Boston, Chicago, and London. Stores everywhere. Okay, so here you go. Here's what you're gonna do. You're going to go to Away... Are you about to call some action? Are you yeah. about to call some You're going to go right to awaytravel.com slash tourjunkies. You're going to use the promo code tourjunkies, and you're going to get $20 off any suitcase during Ooh, your checkout. So $20. that is what you do. Awaytravel.com slash tourjunkies. Use promo code tourjunkies. $20 off. Boom. I'm Love. telling you, man, I just... I mean, if you go on a hurricane evacuation trip and a suitcase does as well as a, this suitcase did, you yeah. get it. You buy it. Now, look, yeah. I know everybody that listens to us. I mean, look, we got people in Minnesota and whatever. You're not worried about hurricanes, okay? You're you worried about snow. Snow and shit. It's cold. This this holds up, okay? Yeah. Great stuff. Hey, um, the chalk bomb is also holding up throughout the swing season or this this little fall swing in a different way in a different way in a slightly different way um and i'm excited about some of the new content one of the new things that we're adding is db's big balls betting card is going to be exclusively found on uh in the chalk bomb so normally i tweet that out or i'll put it on instagram for now i'm not going to put that out there anymore uh except for once the tournament tees off you're only going to be able to find it in the chalk bomb so go subscribe uh, it's going to be great stuff. In fact, I'm going to be tracking my bets this season. Uh, and I'm going to do it kind of in a way that I think would relate to some of you guys. I'm going to take $50 a week, all right? $50 a week. And I'm going to dedicate it to betting golfers with a unit being $10, okay? $10 units. That's all we're working with here. And I'm going to tell you how I'm spending my $50. And we're going to keep up with it all year, all season long, uh, to try to b- deliver winners. Now, let me quickly tell you what happened just this year, okay? Let's see. For the Wyndham, we hit uh, – let me start a Tournament of Champions. We hit Xander Schauffele at 50-1, to 1, winning the Tournament of Champions. Following that, we hit Harold Varner III at 100-1 to 1 by himself at a first-round leader. Then we came to the Honda and hit Johnny Vegas by himself Johnny at 100-1 first-round leader. Yes, and the same week – 
hit Keith Mitchell as the winner of the Honda Classic at 100 to 1. So, so far I've given you 300 to 1 bets and a 50 to 1 bet. We followed that up with Paul Casey repeating at the Valspar at 20 to 1. Then we hit our boy Kisner at 60 to 1, winning the WGC match play. And then we hit JT Poston at 100 to 1, winning the Wyndham. That is one, two, three, four bets at triple figures or high or longer. Uh, that's pretty freaking good in the biz. So we're going to keep up with it. We're going to keep up with the units. It's DB's Big Balls betting card. All right. So we're not going to bet these 12 to 1, 16 to 1, 18 to 1 pat bets. All right. This is DB time. You're going to lose a lot. But when you hit 100 well, to Vegas 1, guy, by the, Vegas was mine. Vegas was you're my You're going to nut up. Vegas was not your bet. That was mine. Yes, Bob, what are I, you talking Dude, about? I cleaned house at the Honda. I hit Vegas. I hit Mitchell. That was the week I won like 10 grand on draft. That was... All right. Anyway, subscribe to the Chalk Bomb. It's going to be good. Uh, it's coming to your inbox Wednesday night, even for the Greenbrier coming up right now. All right. Thanks for watching. We'll be back next week. Hope your screens are green. Hope your betting cards are full. Subscribe to the Chalk Bomb. We appreciate you guys tuning in. If you were watching on YouTube, thank you. Have a great week. May your screens be green. See ya!